I was having a new kid at school in the lunchroom moment at the bar still office. Oh. I was sitting at the bar in the back, you know, working on the computer. And Nick comes up to me, puts his hand on my shoulder. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing? He's like, you want a desk? Come on, man. Let me grab you a desk. And he grabbed me a desk. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I, it was really sweet, dude. I that's because felt- that's I was afraid of you because I thought you were foreign. <laughs> um. <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right. Lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know. <laughs> Where you came up with that idea? Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Oops! The Podcast on a wonderful December day. I'm joined as ever by the under undervalued. That's not the right word. I'll take undervalued. I undervalued. Would, I agree with that. Underappreciated. <laughs> and wonderful Julio Gallerati. Best kept secret in the biz. Yes. Not what you want. Not for long. <laughs> Not for long. Way Not you're going. Long. We'll see. About dude. to break out. Slow and steady. You've broken. You've broken. I've out. broken. You listen, it's all about breaking. Slowly but surely over time, you break. You break a little more. You break a little more. I'm about to break Here we in are. the wrong way. Break yep. down. You're ready. I'm breaking down. You're ready to breaking down. I'm ready to fucking collapse into a puddle of my own self <laughs> despair. Um, here's something. Speaking of, mm. so it's Christmas time. Sure is. We're back. Back with Christmas. The geese are getting fat. There's a line that occurred to me in a in a Christmas carol as we were we played our we were decorating our tree, mm-hmm. trimming the tree, and uh. We were listening to Christmas tunes, and um, there's a line in a very famous Christmas song, um, and it goes like this: "The walking in a winter wonderland is the song. Ready? To face unafraid the plans that we made, walking in Mm. a winter wonderland. Now, what an incredible lyric for my state of mind." Heading into a weekend. <laughs> right, right. Hopefully there's no dreadful obligations. To face unafraid the, the plans, plans that, that we made. made. That has never <laughs> happened to me once. <laughs> I have never not been afraid of plans. But this weekend, are you? We this weekend, little, I'm excited. We have a fun little weekend. Buddy, do we ever. We have a big weekend. So Julio is so dynamic as a human being and so versatile and so universally liked. <laughs> that he gets invited to hang out with my friends who are now his friends. <laughs> but, but not like I get the invitation through them, not through you. He'll, That's he, an important He gets invited thing to things to that I'm not invited to. <laughs> he's, just, he's just surpassed my friendship with my friends. But I'm happy about it. I'm not someone that I don't, I'm not jealous. I'm, I'm really happy about it. So Julie, Julio asked me, we're, we're going to a friend's Christmas party on Saturday. And uh, it's a very fun Christmas party. We went last year, and it was awesome. I have a question. Does it go late? Yeah. Okay, good. I have a show in the middle of it, but like we'll I come back. You know what I love being during a Christmas party? The guy who leaves and comes back. It's not a bad guy. That is a hilarious place to be in. That's a good guy. I actually entered one of the most toxic relationships I've ever been in in that exact scenario. <laughs> 
I left the party, went and did a spot, came back, and everybody was blasted. Yeah. And then one thing led to another, and then five years of my life. Vanished. It's kind of a cool guy, too. It's a good it's a good guy to be. It's a cool guy to be the guy that has to go do work in the middle of the party. I guess, yeah. That is a good part of it, too. But... As long as you're not the guy that whips out his laptop at the party. Because <laughs> I've met that guy, too, and that guy's a bummer. That guy's a bummer. That guy should know better. But I'll tell you what. It's fun because you get to hit the pause button on the party, and while you or whoever stays there on it, I don't know if you're doing that, but like as the party progresses, I get to come back mm. without seeing the progression. And Correct. it seems like two different parties with two different people. Yeah. Which is crazy. People are in a different state. People are in a different zone. By the zone. time you come back. How long do you think you'll be gone for? Where's your show? Chelsea. So not that long. Are you doing City Winery? I'm doing the I'm underground, the comedy underground. Oh, show. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. So, so anyway, so I'll probably be gone for like a couple hours. Oh, you'll be gone for a couple hours. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Just to like I, I don't know actually like, but it's possible that it'll take up to a couple hours. You're gonna have some catching up to do. Yeah, yeah. Are you that guy? Will you come back to the party and just immediately slam? some drinks probably i mean slam no, no, I won't, them. not in the say in the spirit of getting caught up but if others are slamming drinks and that's the activity that's occurring yes i will participate well people will be drinking the question is are they going are you gonna i think you'll try to catch you should try to catch up <laughs> i'm gonna be watching you well dude i have a big weekend in general so like we'll see where i'm at because oh, hillary's sister's getting married wow congrats yeah Big. Congrats. Uh, That's on Friday? Yes. And cool. then we have stuff. Yeah, I have a bunch of shit, dude. I'm like, uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm excited. This will be like mm-hmm. the la- the final push. Mm-hmm. And then we have show Sunday. Oh, which my is gonna God. Be I forgot about that. Crazy. The fact that Sunday shows are one of the most difficult things. That's hard. On earth. <laughs> Especially I'm not if thrilled. you're fun. I'm not thrilled. We'll make we'll get it done, dude. But you're right. That's a big weekend. Jeez Louise. Big weekend. Christmas time. The holidays, the weeks leading up to Christmas. What a it's always such an insane Yeah, don't social... fight social Don't fight it. <laughs> you can't what what a disservice you're doing to yourself. You're right. Because then you can just do dry January if you want to be a loser. But if yeah. you want to be cool, you should do by January, dude. What's that? That is banging you, dudes too. And, and chicks. You bang wow. everybody. It is the opposite of dry January. Dry January is no fun. By January is all the fun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Get out there. By January. We're pushing it. Um, I've never heard that. That's pretty good. I think I just made it up. But mm, I think it needs to become the thing, dude. <laughs> Trending. By January. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude. Lean into December. It's fun. You'll be fine. Ride the holiday spirit. It does keep the tank full. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, point taken. I will do. I will do. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't like, that wasn't me talking to you. I was talking to No, I, I get it, Julio. <laughs> no, I'm but you don't, s- you don't seem like you're dreading it. <laughs> I'm going to start choking down some cock in January. Hell yeah. Dude, Take dude. Your advice. to face unafraid the plans that we've made. Walking in a winter Hooking wonderland. Hooking up with of, a bunch of girls and guys. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Sitting on a penis by the fire. Um, absolutely. Hell yeah. Okay, so that's fun. That's really uh, fun. That's fun. What's up in your life? Okay, so dude, I got a haircut. Uh, I don't know if you noticed. I did not. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I noticed right away. Thank you, Chris. Uh, so I got a haircut, and the, I so dude, the place that I go, I try to just I use like the least expensive person. Like there's like all these 
It's like a pyramid scheme of barber levels. I have that too, yeah. Do you go to fellow barber? Yeah. Oh, that's where I go. That's where I go. Yeah. And I think I go because you go. Is that but right? I, but I didn't realize that because ah. somebody was like, you should go to the fellow barber. It's great. And I was like, okay. And then I went and I was like, it was great. And he goes, yeah, I found it from Francis. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I guess I did too. Interesting. Shout out to Jackson uh, who gave me that recommendation. Who's Jackson? He's like a guy. He's a friend. Uh, Do old, we know him? Yeah, you've met him a couple times. And I gave him the recommendation? I think you said it on the pod. Oh. You recommended it on the pod. Yeah. And Jackson uh, started going, I believe. I don't know if it was because of you or not. Whatever. But he said it was because of you, I think. Mm. Anyway, I went to like the most junior person. And this kid must have been like 14, dude. <laughs> it was just this child cutting my hair. Okay. Uh, and I, I think he was good. But the fact that he was like 14... Made me nervous. It's disconcerting. You know, don't judge yeah. a book by its cover, but like everybody judges the book by the cover. Yeah. Look like the book you want to be. Because right. otherwise people will judge you by your cover. Right. So anyway, the kid starts chopping my hair, bro. I, he was doing, he was being so dramatic. It was crazy. He would like do a couple like really quick aggressive cuts and then stand back and go <laughs> and, 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 and withhold and like look at what he had done. And I was like really weirded out. And every time he did the scissor stroke, he moved his lips. He went, <laughs> he puckered his lips every time and he's I was gonna like, have to learn yeah it was really uncomfortable but boy. but i think at the end hillary likes it which it's a good chop it's a good chop you might want to be you might want to help that kid come along up the ranks and he did some and also he he was using terminology which is a very childlike thing to do being like do you want the taper or the lo-? like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about dude like you he was saying, you don't know what type of haircut you want. I don't know. I never know how to describe it. They're like, you want scissors or do you want the thing? I'm like, yeah, scissors. But then I always end up with a fucking mullet. Mm. And I actually expressed that to the kid. And he was like, all right, dude, I'm going to do like a combination of both. I was like, all right, you got big trimmer dog. on the side. I got like, this yeah, is, this is usually it's just turns into a fucking mullet. And I look insane. I look like it's a good job, though. You've got it. You've I done think well. It's nice. Uh, I like it. That guy stepping back from the haircut to admire it is very similar <laughs> to me checking to see if I had strung the Christmas lights on the tree without leaving any holes. What do you mean holes? Like like gaps? Gaps. Of, of, of light? Yes. Yes. So oh, to solve that problem, do you just move you the step, upper or lower no, one? No, you step a few feet back and you squint. And you see And you I? look at it and that's when you can see where the lights are and where the gaps are. How do you feel about the way you've done? I... What started out, I was, you know, reading some forum by some woman who, you know, bakes cookies and shit for a living online, probably. Was it like Barefoot Contessa or something? Yeah, yeah. Or Martha Stewart's bitch ass niece or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if she what? has a niece. <laughs> I, should I not say bitch ass? No, that was just so random. <laughs> it could have just been Martha Stewart, but it turned her into bitch her, of bitch a niece. Ass, her bitch ass niece. <laughs> <laughs> bitch ass just sounds like she doesn't like confrontation or something yeah. <laughs> bitch ass niece like <laughs> well yeah her niece martha Stewart's cowardly niece, niece of martha stewart Hilarious. not not straying too far from what her aunt did just doing the same shit so i, I read that bitch <laughs> bitch's forum on stringing the lights <laughs> Fucking, I don't know uh, where that came from. <laughs> I'm just 
swearing more lately. Dude, and it's, it's all been good. fun, yeah. man. It's all good. It's so fun to good really let it let it fly. Just let her rip. Martha Stewart's bitch ass niece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. You get whatever, it. Whatever, dude. So she <laughs> wrote some shit about how you're supposed to string the lights vertically, not horizontally. My whole life I go around the tree. And she says vertically. She says you gotta <gasps> you gotta cut the tree basically into three sections, you know, the bottom third, middle third, top third, and then you do these sort of triangles and I don't know, I tried. I thought I was being really interested. Because, by the way, Sierra mandated that I had to do this. She, that you had to decorate the tree? That No, that I, I was going to do the lights and that they had to. I had to read about how to do them. I love that, dude. I love when she puts her foot down on stuff. It's yeah. like really funny. She wants the tree to look like a tree in a catalog. And I don't like that. I said to her, this is fine for now. But you understand that when we have children... They're going to be throwing ornaments on the tree with no rhyme or reason, and we are going to have to accept the chaos, the mayhem of how they want to decorate the tree. And she said, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll congratulate them, and then when they go away, we're going to move them into a better pattern. <laughs> and I said, they'll know. That's very good. We're not doing that. I want it to be a house that accepts abstract uh, order and, and lets the kids eat messily and whatever out so that's gonna be a fight years from now i really like it well you my my sister and i decorated our tree willy-nilly there was no we didn't know where to you know the whole back of the tree was empty right 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 you wanted only the display items here's another here's another fun i think female attention to detail thing Mm -hmm. we have some ornaments we don't have many but i unbeknownst to me sierra's been compiling them ah. all over the place she bought some in africa which i was actually oh, thrilled cool. to see i didn't even know about you guys have done trees together before yeah a couple right last two years at yeah, least yeah. Cool. we've done this is at least our third and you have a real tree oh yeah wow That's yeah really i ain't fun. no bitch ass <laughs> like fucking martha <laughs> gonna get a fucking plastic <laughs> bullshit tree no, i respect that bro so adulting yeah so we got a real tree and um we have all these ornaments that I just out of nowhere, and 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 a bunch of them are some of them are kind of corny. Some of them have been gifts, right? Mm-hmm. And I would pick. I didn't know which ones she thought were corny and which ones weren't, but I would pick one up, and she'd be like, "Oh, I don't love that one." Oh, not all the trees make are not all the ornaments. Make well, that's the what cup. I thought. I went to put it in the back of the box, and she said, "No, just put it on the back of the tree." Ah, uh, and I'm like, "Okay, that what a what an interesting." look into her psyche which is to say she feels she doesn't want it seen but she feels too uh, you know that she would be hurting the feelings of the gift giver if it weren't on the tree in a non-visible spot got it which to me is just so ridiculous yeah are they gonna see it no right right what i do what happens to me is i give the item feelings and then i feel bad that <laughs> that it's i feel bad for it that it feels bad that it's in the box sure, sure. and then i i'm like oh sorry and like and then i'm like dude are you serious yeah but then i i'll put it on the tree literally for that reason uh-huh which uh-huh. is stupid but <laughs> i mean give me an example okay what? so if uh if hillary and i are in bed and we're gonna you know hug say we're gonna hug yeah 
and there's a stuffed animal nearby, I will turn the stuffed animal <laughs> to give us privacy. <laughs> I will turn it so it's facing the other direction. Yeah, yeah. That is an example. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. Dude, I don't know if you're if you've noticed my really cute and sexy Muggsy sweatshirt. Of course, I've I'm noticed wearing. it. You think I would miss that? It I, looks incredible on you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, wear. I've been wearing this particular one quite a bit. I've gotten two compliments on it today. One from Nick, who was just previously on the show last episode, as well as Alex Bennett. They mm. both told me that they thought I looked very nice. Sounds like you're in for some. And I like by January. By January, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, that's where it's at. And no better way to start by January than with Muggsy jeans. That's it. Muggsy jeans are the most comfortable (laughs) jeans on the planet. Whether you're riding a donkey or eating a sandwich. (laughs) Just trust us. Uh, Really comfortable. Really good. For people with weird sort of measurements like myself. Like, uh, I sort of have like a rap song measurements. You do. I have nice busty hips. Yep. Um, Also perfect for by January. Yeah. Um, And the... The jeans fit me perfectly, they which do. is nice. They don't elephant ear. No. Uh, they fit well. The sweatshirts are fire. Really like them. Really recommend it. Head to Muggsy.com right now and grab the gift of insanely comfortable style for everyone in your life this year, Francis. All year. They're doing everything that they can to make things easy for dudes who want to look great and feel even better. Francis. Staples that every guy needs in his closet. Francis. <laughs> jeans, flannels, jackets, you name it. They make it incredible and feel even softer than I thought was possible. Seriously. Use code OOPS for 10% off your entire order. Francis. With free shipping and free returns, that's Muggsy.com, code OOPS. Okay, we're back in with Nick Terraney from Anus Pod, a new untold story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you do so much more than that. Huh. What's up, Dad? How are you? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having good me. Good to see you. I it's appreciate good. it. This good to is, see you. This is one of the brilliant comedic minds that's, of Barstool. That's not true Probably, at all. I would say <laughs> run for the money funniest person no no it's i have one joke and and then i just found loopholes for jokes enunciation if you put the emphasis on the second word like if i said the word gargoyle <laughs> that's pretty good yeah. that's pretty good yeah, yeah. It's, pretty yeah good. It's, it's a cheat code bitch ass yeah bitch ass was what we were just yeah we were laughing earlier. because i uh i said that um i had to de- decorate our christmas tree and um my wife made me look up some you know, information about how to do it properly. And I found some blog by, you know, Martha Stewart's bitch ass niece. Martha Stewart has a bitch ass niece. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. I don't know. I was just sort of saying that in general. And I don't know why I said bitch ass. I came in dead last in a PEMDAS acrostic competition in like third grade. Cause I made mine about Martha Stewart. <laughs> you have to make your own. You had to make your own PEMDAS. What was the A between the M and the S? I don't know. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally is the most common one. That's the one That's I right. Know. Yes. Yeah. But we had a PEMDAS competition dead last. And well, do you know how, do you remember what yours was? <laughs> no, I think I tried to make it about her going to jail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But that, yeah, I, that, I haven't thought about that in a really long time. Nice. You know what, dude? Nick, Nick is like a very funny guy. Uh, you know, edgy sense of humor, I would say. Uh, yeah. A little edgy. Yeah. I, get- <laughs> I think, I think, um, alt would, yeah. to me, would be more. I, but, I don't know. I, those are one and the same to me. Oh, really? I think your guys' clips where you have the fucking random video game thing going, like they do on TikTok. That's, that's a TikTok hilarious. trend, man. Yeah. That's and, a hilarious dude, thing to have. It fucking works. It's good. And that's crazy. And also, my attention span's so short now, I need that. 
I need that so bad. Sad. I saw I I watched one there was a it was a Mitch Hedberg joke, which is like four seconds and I needed like the kinetic sand underneath to get through <laughs> my Mitch Hedberg car, joke. Driving yeah. off the building. Yeah. Dude, okay, well I was going somewhere with this. So, you know, Nick, funny guy, right? The other day, okay, I was having my I was having a new kid at school in the lunchroom moment at the bar still office. Oh. I was sitting at the bar in the back, you know, working on the computer. And Nick comes up to me, puts his hand on my shoulder. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing? He's like, you want a desk? Come on, man. Let me grab you a desk. And he grabbed me a desk. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I, it was really sweet, dude. I that's because felt- I was afraid of you because I thought you were foreign. <laughs> um, <laughs> the um, truth comes out. Yeah, But normally what I do when new people are here <laughs> is I'm like, hey, Big Cat wants you on part of my take. And then they walk into part of my team. He, he fucks with people. I fuck with people a lot. This guy. Is... I just I just thought you were dangerous. I mean, I'm surprised that. That's I was... what I'm saying. A sincere moment. I wasn't expecting that. He's very sweet. It. He's a sweetheart. But it, I would have expected the desk that he gave you to be like Erica's desk or no, something no. that had consequences. <laughs> no. Well, I will say this. The desk that I took, uh, Rudy was sitting next to me. And he's, I was like, uh, is anybody, I like double checked. He's like, oh, nobody's going to be back. But the guy who does sit there, if he does come back, he's going to be pissed. Uh, K Marco. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So that's a big if. And then just, but yeah, no, yeah. it was a dangerous game you were playing, <laughs> but you didn't know. You had no idea. <laughs> that's great. Um, well, I, that's great. So, so Nick, uh, Nick is, you're from West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Kyle are from the same really small hometown mm. bethlehem west virginia we don't have kyle today kyle was supposed to come on but he's feeling sick so he bitched out did he have what you had he had what i had i think mm. i'll have what she's had what, what was it exactly <laughs> um i don't i don't know um i couldn't keep poop in my butt uh, <laughs> for the most part not the first barcel guest we've had on that has made that comment really donnie oh, came on and made me weep with tears donnie shit himself <laughs> On a flight I was on with him, but he was also tripping on acid, and so he was, like, making it very known on the plane, because I was, like, three rows behind him. He's like, Nick, I can't stand up because I shit myself, and I'm tripping too hard. And he's the window, so he's, like, leaning across and back, and it's this poor old woman. Traveling with Donnie is insane, because, like, I am going to be so desensitized when I get the text he's fucking dead. Oh, uh, we no. had we did a oh video. God. We spent eleven days on in non-coastal Florida. We're in Everglades City, population sixty. Where is that exactly? The Everglades. But like, at where? Which point? Very, very far down. Okay. Very far down. Um, and D- Donnie's like, yeah, we're gonna crash at my buddy's. A buddy to Donnie is somebody that's DM'd him. <laughs> And he's like, he's the guy with he's the guy with the orange garage door. <laughs> he said, just open it, and we did. And it was just like a dude cleaning his gun, and this dude was like ready to kill. Oh and he was god. like, that wasn't the right orange garage door. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. So like the the situations he gets us into, bad. Mm. I love that concept. Like, so are you are you and KB like tr- like adventurers? Not at all. I would even <laughs> say, what's the opposite of an adventurer? A, a recluse. A Francis. Uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Staying home. Hermit. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. There is no difference going somewhere than watching the YouTube video. Gotcha. Um, you are wasting tons of money. <laughs> no, you have That's no true. idea. I scroll through your Instagram and just laugh and laugh. <laughs> what an idiot. What an idiot. This guy is 
You're one medical emergency from being completely fucked. I'm yeah, um, <laughs> not us though. No, uh, no. But uh, no, we're not adventurers at all, and that's why we decided to do this whole series because we're really so funny. uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but like, we've gotten a message from a guy. Hey, you come stay at my place, and Donnie will cancel our hotel. He hates hotels. <laughs> And we went to this guy's place, and he was like, yeah, you can just sleep in my arsenal. Oh, my God. And I, uh, so we slept in, we were, like, getting ready to sleep in this guy's basement of, just filled with guns. And then he brought down this tackle box, and he was like, I make Percocet if you want one. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Have you ever had a homemade Percocet? No. What was that? Did you take one? Yeah. Were they sick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that gives me. Oh, my God. Very I'll get you the Virginia recipe. You, dude. It was in my blood. <laughs> I injected it intravenously. Oh, uh, my God. In between your big toe and your little toe. Old hockey trick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've just started calling things old hockey tricks. That was my first time, actually. Like I, uh, publicly, I, I completely like, believed it. Uh-oh. I thought that was an old hockey trick. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Uh, I get My thought immediately was, like, you do it because you don't want it to show up on your arms. Track marks. Oh, my God. No. Track marks are like a... It's like the peacock's feathers of West Virginia. Mm. Just the pe- the different clusters and everything. Wear them with pride. Yeah. Yeah. Constellation. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> um. Wow. Well, we only have you for a few more minutes. <laughs> yeah. so good. But uh, Nick, Nick, this is interesting. So Nick was... He came to Barstool after I had been fired. I, yeah. I met him during that period. That's he, right. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was someone who we didn't even need to become friends. We just were friends. Yeah, it worked out well. He, okay. uh, I think, maybe reached out to me or something. We uh, we messaged each other. I was like, "You're very funny." And- you you reached out to me first. Uh, you're, no, no, no. I'm, you're no, very no. I'm intimidated. By, no, it's not it's a, how it was a, I remember. No, it was a kindness. I think it was you. Uh, well, John Mayer DMs me now, so fuck you. No, no, I'm no. It's Your cool. hockey tricks. That's, a, that's an old hockey trick. Yeah. You pulling out John Mayer. Yeah. Uh, no, you DM me. It was like, hey, that was a really funny blog, man. Oh, good. Uh, please respond. No, and uh, <laughs> didn't say that. Yeah, we're gonna have to find these. Yeah, I have have them. they're there. Yeah, yeah. I messaged him, uh, and and then somehow we ended up. Uh, they wanted to like we wanted to hang out. Yeah, and you and Kyle and I hung out. Used your big green egg. Oh, did we cook? Yeah. Oh, really nice fuck meal. Yeah, a really nice meal. That was at my old apartment. Mm. Oh yeah, we had a little cookout. Mm. Yeah, and then we hung out a bunch of we hung out a bunch of times. Yeah. since then, and you were a big advocate for me coming back here, and I always appreciated that. No, I'm glad you're back, and I'm glad you brought the fellas along. We got the squad. How here. are you liking it, man? Are you gonna Are Good. you gonna try to uh to to delve into some more stuff? I'd like to. Yeah, it's sort of like a difficult. Uh, you want to make something? What's up? Yeah, let's, let's do it. All right. I'd love that. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. That's how it all happens, dude. He's always saying that. He's always up for I'm, anything. I'm busy. I'm He's figuring yes it out, man. dude. I'm a yes. I say yes to everything. Says yes to too many things. I just worked on. Like, I worked like four hours on this video. That's for internal use only. <laughs> I'm doing fucking training video? videos, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, dude, awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like the vibe and stuff. You know what I mean? I feel like I am sort of in like a unique role here sort of where i can kind of like be involved if i'm around more type of thing but like it's unclear if that like i don't i don't really know do you have a key card yes whoa i don't have a key card no you actually don't i don't i do have a key card here's something you're a time bomb (laughs) (laughs) yeah they know they'll have to take it back for me 
some point the uh so roan adam for has to go to iran yeah <laughs> for a punishment for the the yak mm-hmm. and uh i immediately texted g and yeah, i yeah. said i got them is iran doable can i call you g by the way i don't know yeah. how well do you have to know somebody to use the yeah. nickname call whatever you want baby does do a lot of people call you g yeah okay good because yeah. i realized that I was do the that least night. convincing yeah no they do they do a lot of people do yeah. um <laughs> I asked him, I said, is Iran doable? Because uh, he's the sort of my best agent of knowing which countries are actually visitable versus... But visitable on his standards? That's the or, thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. So... But my standards are pretty good standards. But have you seen Ron? He looks like a lesbian. He'll be fine. In Iran? Yeah. He'll be fine. Well, I think Julio should go with him. I think so, too. Yeah, uh, yeah I, you should. Dude, I would have... You would go to Iran. Yeah, like, for sure. I don't even think it's that, like, big of a deal, to be honest. It just takes a second to plan it, because I'm assuming Rowan only has a, a U.S. passport. He's working on a visa right now, I think. Oh, he's already started? Yes. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, Yeah, it takes a bit to get approved for the visa. I'm amazed he's already in the process of doing it. Yeah, I've, like, talked well, to some... The, the Yak fans are uh, a bunch. They're, they're, they're a big... No, they're oh. not. At, well, they're helping by being mean. <laughs> they, are, they hold they're, you they're, they're big pitchfork Oh, people. you have to do it. Yeah. You yeah. do the things that you get punished to do. Yeah, I'll hit him up and see what the deal, what his deal is with that. I would definitely go. Like, is he going to just go and, like, stay for one day and come back? Yeah, he wants to, I think, step one foot in. So uh, maybe even a surrounding country. Uh, oh. You, I mean, you can't But the surrounding really countries are worse. The, uh, mo- some of them are. Afghanistan... Unless you could get into their waters through, like, UAE. Bad idea. Oh. (laughs) His plan, he needs to, like, arrange... You need to register through a tour company. Okay. And nobody's going to... I mean, I'm curious to see how he's doing. Because if nobody's going to accept... Oh, I just need to put my foot on the ground. No one's going to, like, nobody's talking He just has to enlist. I think he has to join the military. (laughs) He said he's using military connections. He is using some military connections. Oh, he is? Hate to say it, um, Nick, Nick, I think you got to go. Oh, Thank you for fun, blessing guys. us we'll briefly. Yeah, what a no. tease. We'll no, uh, I would love to have you both next week. Um, yeah, be that'd great. be fun. Yeah. As Nick put it once, a home and home. Home and home. <laughs> Which I know from golf, right? Uh, football. Jets versus the Giants. I think. Oh, okay. I don't, uh, you know, I pretended it's, 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 I, a lot, I don't know a lot of the things. I Old say. hockey trick. In, yeah. yeah. It <laughs> it's a wives' um, tale, but for the fellas. Good cool. to have you, brother. Thank we'll you have you back You want to plug on. anything real quick before you get out of here? No. Fuck you, dude. That was sick. Cheers. A little hangobi cheers. Oh, why not? For the holidays. Help me wash down this big bite of salad. Hell yeah. Uh, the hangobi, man. What a great drink. This is the wake. This is a nice one. I've really been enjoying it in the morning. Uh, nice little pick-me-up. Nice when you're hungover. Really refreshing. Try it over some ice cubes. Big the one. hangover formula is really good, and each flavor is actually really unique and different tasting. Yeah, but all sort of adhering to the same theme of a healthy, nice elixir beverage that's going to make you feel good about yourself with whatever you might need. Yeah, if you're wondering what the flavor profiles are, it's it's lemon, cayenne, blood orange, and L-theanine. That is for the for the wake flavor. Yeah, that's for the wake. Uh, filled with adaptogens, amino acids, antioxidants, B vitamins, lightly carbonated, and it's plant based, guys. It's all the stuff you need to get yourself through that lull yeah. in the afternoon as the sun is setting early. Totally. And it's really fun too. Like it reminds me of, you know, when you go to a sort of like yoga retreaty resort mm-hmm. that has that vibe of like trying to relax and wellness. Like the the cocktails they have are mixed with like stuff like like hangobi. Yeah. If yeah. you're looking for sort of like a healthy mixer, 
that has a nice little kick to it. Yep. I recommend the Hangobi for that. Hangobi is exploding and expanding in over 150 stores. If you ever see it in the store, grab one. Tell the clerk, hey, we love these. That's that right. actually goes a long way. Let them know. Grassroots growth. Uh, you can go to Hangobi right now. Use promo code Oops, I'm Hung for 30% off of your entire order. Really delicious stuff. We love it. We love the founders. It's a great, great community, great beverage. Get in the mix. Hangobi.com. Promo code Oops, I'm Hung. Um, Francis has been has been running into some problems recently, but just sort of like getting himself in trouble. As we all know, it's sort of been the deal with him his entire life. Yeah, but it's it's back. <laughs> it's back. And I got to tell you something funny. I was telling Hillary the story about what happened to you yesterday. And I was like, you want to hear a funny story about Francis? She goes, yeah. I start telling her. And like when she realizes where the story's going, she trotted into the other room. She couldn't handle it. She couldn't handle it. <laughs> that gives me. She began to twirl. She started spinning and went into the other room <laughs> like like a ballet dancer. Oh, Dude, it was man. so funny. Yeah. Uh, that's I, didn't, great. I didn't intend for that to make you feel worse. I told, I texted no. Francis that story and he hit me with a lowercase lol. And I was like, oh, did I fucking. I never send uppercase <laughs> lols. Yeah, I only send lowercase lols. I was like, oh, maybe he's texting LOLs. and driving or something. Uh. <laughs> I, I might have been actually. I was coming home from the stand. I don't even want to get into what I did, uh, but I the the thing is is that I sometimes think I'm cursed, and I called Julio. Our phone call was funny for dude. a ruling. You were like, "Dude, I know you say it's my fault, and I'm not cursed." I'm like, "Bro, okay, first of all, it's not that black and white. I didn't say <laughs> it necessarily. I say since I've become the sort of sole ruling body on these issues." You know, I, I take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, come on. All right. So like the last time it was not Francis's fault. This time it also was not Francis's fault. Anybody could have gotten got in this situation. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. That's the official ruling. Um, because because I, I, I usually need his wisdom to decide whether or not I need to look internally and make changes in my life or whether or not I just need to make my peace with the fact that the cosmos like to watch me stumble at yes, times yes <clears throat> and um you know i remember i told you once that and i've said this before on the podcast that i i think there are things in my life where uh when when these bad things happen or i get in trouble that that is just the penance the tax that i have to pay for good things that whatever higher power has given me and you disagree with Bullshit, that yeah I did, I very much disagree because you know I I can almost chart them and and if we were to go through them I think that if we talked about it you'd be like I could have avoided that one a lot of the time a lot of the time yes sometimes fine this most recent one maybe maybe there's a greater power punishing you yeah I feel like it's like okay even even the last one though I would that's still a tough L to catch and it could get anybody it was avoidable this last one I would say you should not be worried about it. Yeah. You shouldn't have had to worry about what ended up happening. I think for me, sports gambling, I'm very bad at. Despite the fact that I'm not a stupid person, right? I I should be able to to bet somewhat reasonably, somewhat close to 50% mathematically, right? If I'm just if I were just choosing at random, that's mm-hmm. You know, a little less than 50%, right? That's theoretically what should happen. And yet, I lose so often. And that uh, I do think that sports gambling is something where the Lord said, we made you six foot three. 
So we're not giving you any any gold in creating the Francis character behind sports gambling. We're taking all of the the mana from that category and putting it into, let's say, height. No way. Or like uh, the health of your family or something like that. But like, you can't have it all. But dude, that is such a, that's absurd. I I see (laughs) it, but it gives me peace to think that way. Okay. And like, whatever. Yes, you can't have it all. And like... Uh, maybe you know you've caught some L's sports gambling, but you have been doing well recently. Well, lately, because they I... found someone who's dumber than me, <laughs> and I uh, just find out what he's doing, and I do the opposite do the thing. Opposite. <laughs> um, do you, do you see what? The, have I told you about this theory I have though? Sort of that, like if if let's say that God, yes, you have created us all in the in the same way that you create a a, a player on NBA two K. Right. You only have a certain amount of stats to put in each. You only get so much. Gold or whatever the yeah stats or things. So if you make your player really fast, you might have to sacrifice on dribbling, or you might have to sacrifice on on shooting. And I think that the Lord, whoever created me, whichever master puppeteer uh, created the Francis character on the World 2K, used up a lot. It was not a balanced player that they created. Fine, but dude, don't forget the things that you are cross referencing. The things that you're saying that are the good things you got are things that you have no control over. Yeah. You don't have to gamble. You could also get better at it. You could try to improve somehow if you even can. First of all, that's how they fucking get you, dude. Yeah. Not that many people are good at gambling. Uh, right. And I, it's just not a fair... Like, if you had a limp, I'd be like, okay, this this argument makes sense. Hmm. Or if there was some sort of physical... I feel like it needs to pertain to the same category. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, because uh, if if I'm honest... you How's know, your I've, vision? Vision's pretty good, and and you know I've had moments in my life where remember the time I told you about diving off the dock and smacking my head on the yeah, anchor, yeah. like that should have killed me, probably. Yeah. Lift to tell the tail. Should have probably killed me. I should have drowned, been knocked unconscious, and I would have drowned. Nobody was around, and I didn't. And that was one where I was like, oh, there's somebody keeping an eye on me. Mm-hmm. There's something better at there. I have right, a right. lifeline mm-hmm. from. Somewhere. I have. I sort of have that too. Sometimes. Sometimes I have a like main character syndrome where like things will fall into place, and I just assume that like I am the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> where I'm like, oh, this is about me. That happened, and it's all about me. Uh-huh. Like I like. I'm not saying it's, but it is. I'm not like that's not an insult. Like I do it too. Right. Like I think it's a thing we do. But, dude, this is what I will say. But it's funny you say that because I, I think you're one of the least narcissistic people I've ever met, certainly in comedy. I don't think it's necessarily about narcissism. It, it, it could be, but like. Do you typically see the world unfolding around I, you I and you're the central player? about stuff. Like, not necessarily, but sometimes I'll be thinking that. I'll be like, haha, this is fun. Like, this is all that <laughs> happened because this is all paving the way for me to be great in some capacity that I don't know yet. Sure. It's like a coping mechanism a lot of the time. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't either. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. So I relate to it is what I'm saying. But this is what I will say to you. And what I fear for you as a guy who can be cynical, this idea that anytime something good happens to you, you need to brace for the bad thing is, yeah, is very unhealthy that's sad. and wrong because good things are relative. It's all, you know what I mean? So like, Something good might not be good to you, right? You know what I mean. So, like, doing that is a really wasted, is a really wasted feeling yeah. and thought. Yeah, because good and bad things are going to happen to everybody, right? And it, and one really good thing doesn't mean that 
now you're going to lose a limb or something. Yeah. You know? It's so funny. You're right. I get all of that. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like no, pick no. apart your like. No, I, I I come to you for this. <laughs> okay, okay. This is what the podcast. This is the podcast. <laughs> this has become the podcast. This is the podcast. Julia Helping Friends. <laughs> a really fun uh, gift this holiday season for a loved one is StoryWorth. StoryWorth. I, I love StoryWorth. Dude. It, like, so one thing that I find so interesting about it, the the dynamic that I have with a lot of my elders is one of like, I'm the young one. They're the old one. Like. They teach me shit, but they don't tell me all the time stories of the way that they felt during things. Or and I've, I've I'm interested in understanding that. Right. So I I gifted Storyworth uh, to a relative, mm. and it was incredible. To the way it works is it will email you questions like on a weekly basis, and basically you can answer them kind of as comprehensively as you want. But over time, your your kind of story unfolds, mm. and at the end of that time, they turn it into a book that you can share and revisit for generations to come, which is amazing. But I learned so much That's cool. from doing this, which Super is really, cool. really cool. Yeah. Can kind of just help connect you with your loved ones. Um, and there's, okay, for example, like learning about what it felt like to come to America. Mm. The feelings, what that, what that sounded like, what that smelled like, what that felt like, especially from the vantage point of, you know, a relative who was sort of in their early teenage years. Yeah. Right. So to hear that story, them re- remembering the things that they remembered because clearly at this point it's like a distant memory but it helps kind of tap them into that process as well right um and it's a really fun cool thing man that's awesome dude i love how much story worth is doing to bond you with those in your elder generations of your family um and with story worth guys i am giving those i love most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come go to storyworth.com slash oops Save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash oops to save $10 on your first purchase. You mentioned dreams and it, something occurred to me recently. I was sort of taking stock of where my dreams are now. And this was a very illuminating moment for me because I was having a very deep conversation with my wife about this and talking about how it, 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 now that I've... um realized a version of a distant dream from a younger time in my life. Mm. Just like your life, your current life. Where I am at now, if I'm honest with myself, is a version of a dream that I had when I was 18, 20, which I was so uncertain if that would ever same happen. man same absolutely um and so there's this there's there's an interesting thing that i've realized from this which um you know when you're 18 you're 20 you think like oh maybe i'll be in the nba someday maybe i'll be a headlining you know comedian someday that with fans maybe i'll be famous maybe i'll whatever all these things and they're they're crazy dreams it's very hard to connect your life in that moment to those dreams cuz they seem far away but now that I'm among the like realm of those dreams, I find that my dreams now are much more local and they've lost their w- imaginative wonder. Mm. And they've almost become, rather than dreams, they're solutions. Mm-hmm. 
and this makes me sad. But that, but dude, that's the nature of dreams. Like you know, J Lo doesn't show up to her concert riding Pegasus. You know what I mean? Like she has mundane aspects of her life too. Like every, like there's no dream that is as glorious as it seemed when you were a kid. There just simply isn't. Well, that's no that's place fair. you'll reach in your life. Even when you have a yacht, you're gonna be you're gonna be so fucking stressed. I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily be looking around thinking because it's the same. It, you gradually graduate, yeah. to these new places. So like, there's rarely this like wow factor. Which, to be honest, you have experienced in some capacity. Like winning Barstool Idol. Like, there's a few, only a few people I know who've had these like big leveling up moments. You could argue that that's one of them. Like that was right. a moment that where your life was never the same type of thing. Like, yeah, immediately. I appreciate that, and that's fun and exciting. It is cool, but like, it's cool. It doesn't happen. That Have often. you had a moment in the last few years where all of a sudden you looked around, and you were like, "Holy shit, this was a dream realized." Yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time, bro. So you're capable of seeing that. I am, but like, but it was still like, gra- it, mine weren't as like over. Not, I'm not saying overnight, and like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my perception of the barstool thing was incorrect. Like you winning, like if you had lost. Would your life have been just so much different than you winning effectively? Probably. Yeah. Okay. It, that, that was my assumption. I don't want to assume. But yeah, for me, everything happened gradually. Yeah. Like for the most part. I'm trying to think, is there anything that I'm missing? I mean, like the, even the pod success was like fairly gradual. Like mm-hmm. that was obviously a fun moment when but we started see, doing it. This is it though. It's, it's that the preparation that it takes and the work that it takes to realize a dream for most people means that by the time you do achieve it, you're so tired you're and you're there already like yeah. you like you doing it is no longer crazy there's no finish line there's no ribbon that was cut right it's re- it's the same it, like the things you need to do that you romanticize are the same as like you needing to rake the leaves right it's the same shit you know and like you're surrounded suddenly by all these other people so now you're like world you're like comparing yourself and you find a way to like to latch on to the negative emotions rather than giving yourself that big picture right the the sort of gift of the big picture right which is part of why i love fucking gallivanting around the world mm-hmm. it's literally stepping outside of your life and getting to look back at it you've mentioned that it gives a, you moments of appreciation a very good uh a very good thing to to reiterate i don't know but it, it occurred to me you know as i was talking to my wife we were talking about uh i did fox news again um and I didn't have a great performance. I wasn't very happy with how I did this time. Um, and I was disappointed. I was very disappointed in myself. And uh, and she was like trying to just console me through re- realism. Mm. Be- being like, what do you feel like you lost here? And I said, well, maybe there was a, if I'd continued to kill it, they might have offered me like a daily show type job, political satire job on their platform, which would have been cool. and you know, would have paid for a lot of, uh, give, given us, you know, I, I probably would have made a lot more money and then uh, maybe maybe that would have meant we could have covered a lot of these things that are look we're looking at that are very expensive and are causing me a lot of anxiety. And that was this moment where I realized everything I'm looking at as far as dreams now is a solution to a problem that I currently have. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. But let's it's, also it's also like the level up syndrome. Like, bro, think about how excited you were about getting getting that Rolex and now you have it 
and now it doesn't it no longer is giving you that you now need the next thing. You know what I mean? You're never going to outrun that. It's funny you say that. I'm not going to lie. I love this watch. Okay. And I okay. still okay. love this watch Good. and I wear it every day and it Makes me happy. That's no, dude. Totally, I'm not saying it doesn't or shouldn't, but like you did get an, another nicer one after. I did, and you still look at them and shit. That one scares me. Yeah, that one scares me because that's where you realize there's no end. Exactly. Well, that's my point. But I am very disciplined about only wearing that one on very special occasions to try to preserve its luster mm. and its specialty that's fine. to me. And dude, that's the thing too. Like you can be motivated and grateful at the same time. You know what I mean? You can like right. enjoy the fun, fancy shit or whatever and try to, and want to have more or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, not, I wonder if there's a way and I, I'm, I'm not like, I don't know. I don't want this to sound like I'm trying to be your therapist or something. No, that's but, what the podcast is. But I, I wonder if there's a way to, to separate the stress from it. You know, because you've done a pretty good job at hitting you, all your. You stuff. had an incredible thing that you said to me last night. What did I say? Because we were laughing about this latest issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, dude, I don't think I could have handled ten <laughs> percent of the problems and trouble that you have dealt with since I met you. He goes, <laughs> he goes, it's a miracle that you're still alive. <laughs> It's so true. I, I, but I, I meant specifically like the problems where you're like, how do I keep getting myself into this? Not the, not the stuff that we were just talking about. No, no, about, no, like, I know. I know. Affording stuff. Yeah. Um, dude, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, even hearing that made me think, oh, maybe I have more, more, uh, bulletproofness or sort of a stronger resiliency than I think, which gave me hope. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true, dude. Gave me hope. I think that's true. And yeah. So wait. So talk- do you think hope is good? Yeah. I think it's extreme. Like how else would you fucking survive without it? It's like yeah. the most important thing. Do you think everybody hopes? Yeah. Or are there people who are so resigned to their circumstances that. I think that's called like deep depression. The candle of hope. hope has gone out. Well, there's also just. There's also just, I'm putting one foot in front of the other. This is my life. Yeah, There's but like, I can you do don't think that person hopes that they can figure that's out That's what to I'm wondering. It. I'm wondering if the, yeah. if the person that's working in a penal colony has hope. Yeah, bro, but what's to say that that's not a good job? Like, maybe they don't give a fuck. Fucking smashing rocks oh, with a pickaxe. Oh, oh. They, are, they are a prisoner. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant like the guard no 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 i meant like (laughs) britney griner right right Uh, but i mean she probably has hope because of her status she hopes she should hope i hope that she has hope i'm sure she has hope if you are in there for life or something i wonder at what point it turns you like recreate your reality into i'm never gonna leave and that's fine and i wonder if that ever happens or when that happens and there's some movies that examine it a bit yeah um but agreed yeah i'm sure that when you are in a hopeless situation, assuming you can survive it healthily, there must be a moment where you pivot your reality. The same way with like COVID, dude. Yeah. Like, remember when we first heard that like life was never going to be the same? That was a tough pill to swallow. I just believed and hoped that that wouldn't be true, both famously and after the fact when it, it, everybody had accepted it. Right. And that just like took a while to digest. And then mm-hmm. we got used to all the bullshit. Yeah. And some of it, you know, is still. 
around. And there are like permanent changes in a way, the way that like airline travel was never the same after 9-11. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every time I wa- I was watching Home Alone with Hill Dog and watching them in the in the fucking airport or even being like, all right, pick a seat on the plane to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. the difference of, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, another great gift suggestion from Oops the Podcast, the skylight frame. If you can't figure out what to get somebody, like this is one of those gifts that is personal, but can also be given to anybody, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's nice to have those because like, also, dude, like sometimes with relatives, you sort of don't know what the hell they like right. or want. My mom asked me for us to make an album of our wedding for her as Perfect. a gift. And I said, mom, get with the picture. Pun intended. <laughs> The Skylight Frame is perfect. You can upload photos from anywhere in the world. It's super simple, really user-friendly, um, and easy for any generation to use. Yeah. Uh, you kind of just set it up. It, it walks you through the whole setup process. Uh, very easy to use and all that stuff. And then, yeah, you can compile albums for people. Instead of texting photos to your parents in the group chat that they're barely going to be able to see, that they have to put bifocals on to look at or whatever, uh, put it on a much bigger more delightful display. So all of a sudden the skylight frame, a new picture pops up. Oh, I didn't see that. It can be as sort of directly engaging or passive as you want it to be. It can kind of be what you want it to be. Hell yeah. Uh, It's a great way to share pictures and memories with the ones you love. Now is a special offer. You can get 15 bucks off of your purchase of a skylight frame. 15 bucks? 15 bucks. Francis. Francis. When you go to skylightframes.com and enter code oops, that's right. To get $15 off of your purchase of a skylight frame, just go to skylightframe.com. Uh, and enter code OOPS, that's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com, promo code OOPS. Francis. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> um, has there ever been a time that you can think of in your life where you were hopeless? Yeah, I guess. Like, I've had, like, really annoying, nagging injuries that took forever to heal. Yeah. And the, during those moments where, like, nothing was helping and I didn't want to get surgery, but the PT wasn't working. Like, th- those kind of moments have felt hopeless before. Yeah. But, like, then, you you know, you're like, all right, listen, you need to be patient, blah, blah, blah. The body heals, whatever. Like, I've had moments for sure. Um, or when something, like, really fucking shitty happened to me. Where not only was it bad, but it was like going to be awkward and it was going to change the dynamic of like things that I held valuable. I mean, any like massive significant L, you have that moment, mm-hmm. but like it's not, it doesn't like last. It's interesting. I, my, I, I was just thinking my, there have been hopeless moments for me, but they weren't typically the product of, uh, of a big L's, but rather just inescapable situations for example when we were sophomores in college they brought in a guy who had been a force recon marine (laughs) to do our conditioning sessions oh god and on the second day he brought us into the pool the olympic size swimming pool that harvard had and we were in full sweats like hoodies and sweatpants and uh we jumped into the pool and we had to tread water for i mean we were in there for an hour and a half jesus and uh there was this thing he did where we we had to take our sweatshirts off while we were treading water and then like flip them inside out and put them back on and do that multiple times it was a crazy pool workout it was like something out of navy seal training Pool workouts are fucked up and um i remember because there was a clock on the wall 
and I just remember feeling hopeless. Mm. Even though I was a decent swimmer, I just remember thinking, like, I can't get out of this unless I quit the team. Yeah, right, right, right. I always wonder about that, dude. Like, do you think these professional athletes are in a place where their conditioning doesn't make them sick anymore? Or, like, are they still pushing themselves to, like, wanting to puke after running? It's a a great question. I watch Hard Knocks, and it's so forgotten to me that those guys are committing as much in the weight room as anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at football players, and by week 12, I ask myself, how are they still jacked? You know, they they are 12 weeks into the season. Half the week, I'm sure, is spent recovering from injuries. Right. Where the fuck are they finding the time to crush the weight room? Crush the weight room and crush calories. Yeah. Um, and it's just like no matter what, yeah, we're hitting the gym four days a week. You have to squat. You have to do this. You have, you know, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. Wild, bro. Um. Anyway. Speaking of this, speaking of which, the I have some TV show recommendations. Oh. The Shack documentary is great. Uh, you mentioned that, and I was really happy to hear that. They're rolling it out, too, which is, like, interesting. Oh. So there's two episodes out, I think, and there's four total. Okay. So by the time this episode comes out, the third will have dropped. Great. Recommend that. Also, I'm kind of enjoying the Richard Branson documentary. Oh. Um, Good. And, you know, it reminds me, like, they show this one part where he's just, like, living on a, he lives on, like, a houseboat. And it's not a yacht. He, it's like docked on like a river and it's mm-hmm. like not nice. Wow. And like he was living in this houseboat when he launched Virgin Airlines. So like it just, it's funny. Like everybody wants to be final product Richard Branson, but nobody wants to like get there, mm-hmm. you know? And like m- almost all the time, that story is not as sexy as the final outcome. Right. You know what I mean? So that's right. a thing to remember for people. Yeah. You know? Because like people, a lot of people that I know, they only want jobs that like, are awesome like th- that moment right like that like look cool and seem cool and like those jobs honestly that's how they get you like <laughs> those jobs are for like rich kids who don't need to make money you know what i mean right. like working at like certain fancy like whatever like they know their demographic of who to hire they're like mm. oh we can underpay this person yeah because they want this for to look cool for status and for their resume and their parents will pay their rent whatever i don't know uh so anyway i just thought that that was an interesting takeaway mm. i recommend both of those obviously yeah. white lotus yeah white lotus has been heating up i continue fighting up since we oh, you are last, i continue yeah. getting in fights about it like it like one of the things that happened turned into me now talking about the way that i f- argue i'm like bro yeah what, are, like, are you being accused of being an aubrey plaza type arguer like no no not specifically but just that like i am a turner arounder uh-huh that I'll be like you're. You seem crazy right now, or something. Uh, I don't. I don't even know that it's that specific. I don't. I definitely don't do it like that cold heartedly. Right. And I'm like, all right. Well, maybe you are being crazy. I don't know. I find this show <laughs> infuriating at times. It's the dynamic between Aubrey Plaza and her husband. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, and I don't know if I. There's a part of me that feels like her husband is miscast. Uh, I I don't know. I it, it works for me. I'm not sure. He's like quirky and weird. He's a fucking, he's so cut. He is, but he's like. His body is so good. True, but it's in this like, oh, this guy clearly used to be a nerd way. And he was like really committed to like 
You know what I mean? Like he doesn't you have... Wrote, that's you filling in a lot of blanks, which is fine, and maybe that's true. To me, when I see him, I'm not like, this guy's too jacked to be this he like, awkward. He has my favorite body, on certainly on the show, but and he, maybe yeah. on TV. But dude, like the hit the whole package on him, like yeah, I know he has a great body. His like, body is awesome. But like that doesn't make him miscast to me. Like he still has that like awkward no. haircut. He's like awkward. I don't think I I don't find him necessarily miscast from the body perspective. I find it more that I just don't think that someone of that tepid a disposition would ever end up marrying someone as obstinate as Aubrey Plaza's character. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like, their dynamics seem to work for me, especially in a, like, she met, they met before he got really rich and whatever successful. Yeah. It, like, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but you know, it, she's, it works for yeah. me. I think it's cast pretty well in general. Everyone else I, I really like. I love the guy from Divergent. That is the other guy. The handsome, really handsome. You ever guy. seen that movie? Uh, the fuck's it called? It's a French movie with Brigitte Bardot. I don't think it's so. called Con- uh, Content, Contempt, or something. What the fuck's it called? Um, there's some French Le Mépris. I don't is know. Is that it? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. yeah thank you, Chris. Um, anyway, it's about this. It's about like a, a couple's vacation where like. The guy is this like derisive sort of like toxic figure that mm-hmm. like it's really really good. If mm. you if you're enjoying White Lotus, I think you'd like cool. it. By the way, how about Julio's vocabulary? You kind of come up with some stuff sneakily <laughs> that I was thinking about this the other day because you used a word when we were on the phone really? that I can't remember what it was, but I just thought, man, people wouldn't have used that. <laughs> That's a nice. That's a nice pull. Sneaky. Derisive is a good word. Thank you. Thank you. I don't use derisive. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. Thank you. Sneaky vocab. You got any shows coming up? Yeah, uh, January twentieth. I am at uh, Coastal Creative in St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm at City Winery in Atlanta uh, sometime in April. I forget the specific date. And then also. Um, Comedy Connection, Rhode Island, also in April. Those will be on my website soon. Awesome. Uh, what about you? That Comedy Connection place is fucking great. Big awesome. fan of it. Uh, I have a lot. I have the the Hero We Need tour, starting in Philadelphia at Helium February 1st. Then I'm in Atlanta that weekend and Nashville. Then Minneapolis, Chicago, Austin, Dallas, and San Francisco. Um, tickets for that. At FrancisEllis.com. Get your tickets. Sweet. Can't wait to meet you guys. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. They were prying for facts with Ryan. <laughs> so, to be a licensed barber in New York City, you need to be 17 years old, examined <laughs> by a physician, PA, or nurse, and you need to complete a course study on the transition of contagious disease and proper methods of sanitation and sterilization. Wow. So it's good that the wow. apprentice that you had had his lips closed. Maybe it's part of his <laughs> learning. <laughs> Jokes with Ryan. Good to know. Martha Stewart's niece is Sophia Martha, Martha <laughs> Herbert. And in 2020, she gifted Martha Stewart, according to an Instagram post, a bowl of fruit from a California ranch. Seems yeah, like a very a nice niece. Bitch-ass gift. Very sweet. <laughs> Bitch ass. Very gift. sweet. Yeah. Everglades City's population, according as of 2021, is 376. 
and 76 people 376 people oh my God. wow and in new york drivers of passenger vehicles are allowed to text at a red light drivers of commercial vehicles are not interesting wow i didn't know good that good to know that's text really good that's to know. very good to know <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you ryan nice oops the podcast we'll talk to you guys soon